the start of a brand new year, and anything is possible. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we've got Andrew Corrali here, creator of The List.Vegas. It's a highly curated website featuring the Valley's best events. And this month, Andrew is going to help you figure out how to celebrate the first month of 2024. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. I'm Sarah Lohman, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning and Happy New Year. I just threw confetti. Happy New Year. Yay. So, Andrew, I have heard some rumors around the internet, and they are that you once fronted a legendary punk band. Is that true? (laughs) Oh, my God. That doesn't quit. Yes, once upon a time from 1994 to, what, 1998, I played Throat. I.e. sang oh. in a in a quote legendary punk band called Boba Fett Youth. We were a Star Wars themed punk band. And um, yeah, that's why I have a permanent quasi rasp from from years of uh, shredding the larynx. So it's OK. Yeah, that's yeah. your mystique. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But trying to quash that uh, Internet legend for years. But uh, yeah, it persists. It persists. Why would you ever want to get rid of that? <laughs> Well, if you listen to our actual music at the time, uh, it was filled with uh, youthful passion and a certain raw energy. As far as actually being quality music, it's kind of a different question. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Oh, man. Emotion (laughs) over quality, I would say. So keeping in mind the young baby punk, Andrew, are there any musical acts that have caught your attention this month? I mean, you're still a musical connoisseur. Like, what are you into now versus what would you have been into when you were 19? Actually, my taste has just gotten a lot more broad, a lot more diverse, mm-hmm. a lot more Catholic. So um, any given you know weekend, <laughs> you can catch me anywhere from you know a little spot downtown, like the usual place, seeing some weird noise band, mm. um, to you know classical concerts uh, at the Smith Center. Love the Las Vegas Philharmonic, UNLV mm-hmm. Performing Arts Center. Um, their classical and contemporary classical programming is on point. So uh, yeah, you can so- kind of see me pop up a- a- you know, anywhere. So where are some places, what are some shows that you're not going to miss in January? So yeah, this uh, this one guy just got on my radar. Uh, we just listed him on the website and his name is That One Guy. And it's a oh. very metaphorically kind of And is he playing rich... at the usual place? He is actually, yeah. January 5th Stop. at the usual place. Yeah. And uh, his name, his real name is Mike Silverman. But the reason he's called That One Guy, because he is in fact a one man band. Um, hmm. But he's not just like one of these like loop artists who just you know has all the electronics. He's also an inventor, and he has invented this sort of customized musical instrument called the Magic Pipe. And cool. if you could imagine like a cyberpunk harp, um, this is things like seven foot tall. It has steel plumbing pipes and, and joints welded onto it, and orchestral bass strings and everything. And he actually plays like really cool, interesting experimental songs with humorous titles, such as "The Moon Is Disgusting." Very catchy tune and butt machine. <laughs> so if you like like Bob Log, that kind of thing, yeah. but even extra catchier, um, he's playing January 5th at the usual place. And curiosity is consuming me. I definitely have to see this guy and and then watch him bust out on the magic pipe. 
Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. This definitely sounds like a band I absolutely would have gone to in college. So maybe I'll drag my old ass out to see that. Yeah. Mentally, Um, I still am in college. So this is the kind of thing that uh, really, you know, pings my maturity level. um, Any other music recs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, you know, another thing I've been getting into is um, EDM. And mm-hmm. I used to kind of, you know, give DJs the side eye, but EDM has really evolved in terms of the range and diversity of, of the music. And uh, there's a hot act coming to town January 12th at Area 15. They're called The Sponges. They're from Florida. And they do this really dense, catchy, um, glitchy, like funk house kind of mix. And uh, it's just, mm. it's definitely like short attention span music because it is just constantly changing and morphing, but it is just compellingly catchy. So that's definitely on my radar. And then mm. one other one that I'm excited about, more on the classical tip, I've been meaning to catch these guys for years. The Listezo Quartet, they almost kind of have a residency in town at the industrial event space uh, on industrial. And they do these this series called Candlelight Concerts. And they get like, you know, they just light up all these uh, hundreds of LED candles and they just Ooh. like, you know, bust out with uh, uh, these tribute um, shows. They've done everything from Bad Bunny tributes to, to Taylor Swift. Um, the one I've been looking forward to and I finally got tickets to it is January 18th. They're performing the best of Hans Zimmer, who, uh, you know, contemporary, you know, classical composer known for his sort of like long form, slow rolled, um, you know, experimental classical. So I'm yeah. really um, looking forward to getting my face peeled off in the the majesty of Hans Zimmer <laughs> performed with uh, a million LED candles flickering. It sounds absolutely magical and worth not having a face anymore. Exactly. Um, so, okay, as a former Midwesterner, there is one thing I've noticed about Las Vegans in general, uh, that they're very cold this time of year. They're always so cold, and I'm sort of built out of different Midwestern German stock, I think. Right, right. So where do you fall on, are you staying inside and staying cozy? Or for me, like this is the, like January is the month I want to be outside. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a bit of a switch. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I get out and I love to uh, stay in, <laughs> if I may invoke such a, a label. But my, my actually my secret spot and, uh, you know, because I, I love uh, CityCast, uh, I'm going to give away my, my secret <gasps> spot for getting outdoors and that is sloan canyon it's oh. obvious no secret but um it's an nc it's a national conservation area um in the southern valley um near henderson yeah, my side of town yeah yeah exactly and um i love it because it's basically under visited it's not as you know well known as red rock national conservation area so it's not crowded yeah. um so my spots there are mccullough hills which is a super chill rolling hike through these these sort of Dunhills with great views of the valley. And you can kind of like bite off as much as you want to chew as far as the ambition level you're feeling. Um, the other one is Black Mountain at Sloan Canyon as well, yeah. which is more ambitious. And it's basically like hiking a gigantic pile of crumbled Oreos. I mean, I call it the cookies and cream hike because it's just these monstrous um, lava rocks that are just like these huge boulders that have been you know, split and carved and eroded by time. So there's kind of this, you know, cosmic majesty to it. So those are my Whoa. spots for, for getting out. Yeah. Have you have you been able to get out much and uh, and check out the uh, the great outdoors in, in, in Southern Not Nevada? 
yet this uh, this fall because I, as you know, I just came back from tour. I was out east for yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks with my new book. But Black Mountain specifically has been on my to-do list, especially since I found out that the mountain that everybody thinks is Black Mountain, the one here in Henderson with all of the radio towers on it, yeah. is not Black Mountain. It does not have a name. So then I'm like, all right, well, everything in this community is named Black Mountain, so I should get up on the Black Mountain. But that is like, it's like an eight-mile round tripper or eight-mile one-way or something. It's a little demanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing is you, you could turn back at any time. And I'm in favor of the short hike, oh. believe me. I'm the laziest hiker on the planet. Uh, for me, it's just an excuse to eat all the cool cliff bars and snacks and kind bars yeah. and everything. Um, I do. I love but, a demanding uh, hike. I love a hike that I can take with an iced coffee. And so then the other one I've been wanting to get to in Stone Canyon is the petroglyph hike, which is a really yeah. easy loop where there's just like thousands and thousands of petroglyphs and pictographs. Yeah, it's very light trail. And um, yeah, it's mostly, you know, the visuals of the petroglyphs. But yeah, when you find the actual Black Mountain, let me know because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still searching for it as well. No, no, no. It's that one. It's that <laughs> one in, in Stone Canyon, I think. I think. Well, okay. So, how about our chilly Vegas friends, like who want to stay inside and be cozy? What are some indoor indoor kid activities that you recommend? Yeah, I got some favorite indoor spots. Um, if you're looking for, you know, something, you know, more of a cafe vibe, uh, Cafe Gabi on uh, Spring Mountain in uh, in Greater Chinatown is super cool. It's um, think of like. Um, Birdcage Fantasia meets someone with a lot of house plants and uh, a serious uh, antique store addiction. Um, they do uh, really good uh, coffees and pastries. A little bit on the pricey side, but um, yeah. you're paying for the ambiance. So that's a cool, cozy place to chill. And yeah, then yeah. over on the east side, um, I'll always yep. love the Starboard Tack. It's um, on Sahara and Atlantic. And um, they got a cozy little hangout area with uh, the TVs and and a little like party pit and then they got a fireplace there that's nice and cozy Ooh. and uh, been meaning to get back to the pepper mill winter definitely yeah. you know invites pepper mill vibes I'm always cozy and then last but not least if you are talking about cozy in terms of um, hiding away from the world in an alcohol rich environment <laughs> um, you cannot go wrong with champagne's cafe um, they don't have a oh. fire or anything but the that 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 sort of flocked velvety uh, wallpaper brings a uh, that cozy subaquatic Nicolas Cage in leaving Las Vegas kind of kind of vibe. Wow, that got dark. The Champagne's but... Cafe also on my to do list just based on driving by it and thinking I probably need to go in there. I mean, I also like Griffin on Fremont for a cozy fire. Experience, oh yeah, of course. How could I forget right? the yeah the Griffin? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the the Griffin uh, super dive bar in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's like a Scottish uh, sort of undercroft. Yeah, you're in like the, the uh, subterranean castle or something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, cool yeah. vibes. And uh, yeah, and they have a great music programming there, speaking of uh, events. And do you have any, are there any January specific events that you'd recommend for indoor kids? One show that I'm really looking forward to seeing is uh, Cluelesque at uh, Vegas Theater Company downtown. Uh, it starts uh, January 10th and runs through the 27th. Um, I'm an avid clue player. I'm not really good at it. The murderer always oh. gets, you know, always gets away. But this is basically a mashup of, it's a parody of Clue, you know, the celebrated murder mystery yeah. board game. Um, then it's, you know, got a lot of like raucous ribalds comedy going. But then they actually throw in burlesque, which I love oh. as well. So yeah, so, you know, I love murder, you know, solving them, not committing them. I love burlesque and I love comedy. So. <laughs> Um, and Vegas Theater Company and Majestic Downtown, I mean, they're they're the most, you totally. know, effervescently weird and creative theater production groups uh, in, in Vegas. So I'm always down to check out what they got going on. So uh, and, you know, it's indoors. 
So when you said uh, clueless, I assumed it was clueless burlesque, which also I'm I'm giving that to anybody who needs that idea. Oh, there um, you go. Yeah, I'd watch yeah. that as well. Yeah, absolutely. January is also the month people are like New Year's resolutioning, self-care, renewal, things like that. I don't do New Year's resolutions because it, they're often like too lofty goals and you don't really accomplish them, right? So I actually do new month's resolutions, like okay. just one okay. month to do something more compact and like I can achieve this goal. So if I wanted to focus, though, on renewal and self-care this month, are there any activities in that vein? Yeah, yeah. So there's always um, yoga, you know, popping off uh, around town. And those are easy enough to find yeah. on, you know, an event brighter or meetup. Um, I, I love the programming that they got going on at Ferguson's downtown. Um, and oh, they yeah. do um, community yoga classes twice a month um, in January. It's January 3rd and the 17th. Um, the reason I, and I, I've been to many outdoor events there, like Rooted Lounge will put on these um, astrological um, recognition ceremonies yeah. where they're, you know, welcoming the new moon in, in cancer, for instance. But the outdoor vibe there is, um, you know, just especially nice because they got like the nice grass and the sort of ambiance of the, you know, you got that that weird twisted, uh, you know, scoliated uh, yeah. diesel hanging over you. So that Pretty one's kind of fun. And then, um, and then last year around this time, uh, I think it was after the new year, I actually did, did my first vision board for 2024. Oh, nice. And it was basically, a, turned out to be like a grotesque collage. But yeah. I actually did find it a, a good intention setting, you know, ritual. And so to that end, there's this cool little um, crystal shop next door to Ferguson's in this little like sort of bazaar called the Gather House. And the name of this um, yeah. spot inside is Crystal Cartel. And they are doing a manifestation board workshop on January 3rd. So yeah, this is a way oh. to, you know, nothing mystical about it to me, but it's like, wow, it is good to think about, you know, what I want to accomplish in the new year. And, you know, how do you set intentions for that? How do you manifest it? Are you big on, on, on like the whole intention setting kind of, kind of ritual? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm privately a mess, honestly. Uh, no, like, okay, I take that back because, yeah, I did start this, like, New Month's Eve. I mean, honestly, when I was younger, it, we would celebrate the end of every month with a power hour, which is also, again, a, a pr private mess. But now I don't do the power hour every month, but I do try to think about, like, you know, it's often, I think January, my goal is going to be um, to go for a hike every single week and just, like, nice. get back into my body again mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. after being in, like, so many hotels and things like that. But I do also follow all the vendors at Ferguson's because every single one of them does really cool events like Tofu Teas is always doing like intergenerational yeah. crafts. Um, the jewelry maker there does silversmithing workshops like yeah, beginner those, and advanced, yeah. right? And even uh, LV Plant Collective will do like plant-based workshops too. So I'm always like keeping an eye on what they're doing and, um, you know, December so much of focusing on gifts for other people. Now you can like kind of bring some gifts in for yourself too. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and it's a great way to meet people too and, you know, people People, you know, you're, you're, you're relatively new here and a lot of people, yeah. you know, complain, uh, Vegas is such a hard place to meet. It's really not. You just have yes. to put a little work into it and manifest. You and know. manifest. No, we've been having a discussion uh, here at CityCast Las Vegas about that because there's a, several Reddit threads about Las Vegas being one of the loneliest cities in the world. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I have not found it that hard. I find Vegas to be super, super welcoming. Um, and I'm delighted to know so many intelligent and thoughtful people via Cast. There you Speaking go. Of yeah, Andrew, you're in the pocket. 
I'm in the, the, the pocket, the sweet spot of Vegas. So as an intelligent and thoughtful person, is there something you're really excited about doing this month? You've mentioned two already, like you're going to hit up Hans Zimmer's uh, with the candles and it's going to be beautiful and yeah. that may be clueless as well. But what what else is something you're really you're a real man about town? What else are you pumped about this month? Yeah, so there are actually two events that are happening in a in a in a geographical location that's sort of close to my my heart and, and my interests. And these are taking place on Boulder Highway. And Boulder Highway is, you know, it's historic, it's um, you know, infrastructurally it. complex, it's it's you yeah. know, troubled. And I, I think you can see like you can see like Boulder Highway is fascinating to me because it represents like the, the the sort of potentialities of, of Vegas and cool things you can do with it, but it, it is also you know it's a deadly you know strode that's mm-hmm. you know marked by crime and poverty as well. Anyway, um, on the positive note, um, Skate Rock City is actually celebrating their third anniversary, um, January twenty sixth to 29th. and a long time ago, well not that long ago, Skate Rock City was an old skating rink called Crystal Palace, and oh. uh, Floyd Mayweather um, purchased it. And just kind of elevated it and turned it into a, a really happening scene. And so um, they're going to have themed nights, like an R&B theme one night with um, some DJs. They're going to have like skate workshops the, during this weekend. They're going to have um, celebrity roller skaters and pros from all over the country visiting. Oh, so they're cool. turning it into a weekend of themed parties and, and celebrity appearances. And uh, so I'm just really rooting for Skate Rock City because it's a glimmer of positivity on Boulder Highway. And then um, and then just up the street, there are really interesting things happening at um, this this new gentleman's club called LVLV Gentleman's Club. Just talking about this to CityCast contributor Brent Holmes this weekend. Yes, and he is one of over there. Yeah, so he's one of the masterminds behind this exhibit. So many, many years ago, um, this place was like this. This kind of dank, janky, um, library-themed uh, strip club, and um, it was comically bleak. I'll just say that, based on my <laughs> uh, purely professional research there over the years. But now it's LVLV Gentlemen's Club, and they have kind of like interse- They've kind of like linked up with the the arts and entertainment community here. So yeah, artist Brent Holmes, um, musician and 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 event impresario Beverly Chills, and wellness coach Amber Nicole have got together to do this um, series of of art and music adult marketplace micro festivals called the exhibition. Um, mm. And they're doing volume two, January 13th. And, um, you know, it's more than just like strippers and vendors selling stuff They're They're actually trying to sort of pursue um, some sort of intellectual threads here. And the theme of this one is going to talk about technology and humanity mm. and the sort of the specters that, that, that kind of, you know, loom over this conversation as far as like the, the you know, the corporatization of, of technology and the Internet and things like that. So it promises to be kind of like smart sexy entertainment kind of kind of night and so i'm looking forward to that january 13th at lvlv gentlemen's club and uh, and then and then the club itself is kind of cool because they are um, promoting this vibe that's heavily inclusive that has a lot of lgbtq programming community Um, oriented yeah yeah exactly and i i think that's um different for for vegas in in terms of our you know exotic dance outlets so uh yeah Yeah, so those those sound kind of fun yeah um, yeah, Brett was telling me too. They also do a monthly live drawing. Uh, it's a ten dollar drop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a, a visual arts background, and I just feel like I don't make enough art with my hands anymore. So I think I'm gonna head out there for a like a live drawing sesh. You know, it's not so much a class as like there's you know a model there, and you bring your own stuff and sit and just do some 
get into your practice, you know? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that place is going to attract a lot of, quote, artists. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, Andrew, I do you have any New Year's or New Month's resolutions? I do. I set them every year, and uh, mine for 2024 is to move my butt more. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean going to a Your gym or going running or anything like that. Um, just to, you know, get out and move more. So one thing I've been doing during the holidays yeah. is getting out and dancing more. Um, recently nice. hit Oddfellows with some friends. We did Latin night. It was a great epic uh, time. Um, I surprisingly, didn't feel that sore the next day. Um, but at one spot oh. on my radar that I want to check out one, uh, one uh, special night is um, put on by the Sundown Soul Club. And the Sundown Ooh. Soul Club is this, um, this DJ collective, and they are obsessed with collecting you know, rare funk and soul vinyl records. And so this is an all vinyl party. They do it every second Friday in the back room of the Griffin. Um, you know, that nice. cozy, cozy downtown spot. Cozy fireplace bar. And, um, yeah, exactly. And, um, but I've seen, uh, I've watched their gram and some of the throwdowns they have as far as people on the dance floor. I mean, they are just cutting loose, wow. but it looks like a very inclusive chill judgment-free environment which um for someone like me who is an aki dancer at best is um you know is is heaven so i'm looking forward to checking that out um to definitely when are they uh, you know, get out and move more um they, they're performing every second friday in the griffin back room so it's a monthly nice. show second fridays no cover kicks off at nine and goes probably till you know two three in the morning but um it looks um you know danceably funkalicious Ooh, yeah. You know what? I might check that out. I one of my favorite clubs back east was the Beauty Bar. I was so bummed oh, when, yeah. it, when the Vegas one closed, but they would do a soul night like one Saturday a month, and it was amazing and and like very inclusive and like such a a great um, intersection of society too. And the music was awesome. Mm -hmm. So this sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Well, Andrew. I feel like my social calendar is now very full after this. I know. I just carpet bombed it with cool events. I love it. I know. All right. So I'll probably see you out and about. Uh, and yeah, thanks. I appreciate you coming in and sharing all these amazing events and uh, things to do. For sure. I'll see you on the dance floor, Sarah. <laughs> see you on the dance floor, Andrew. <laughs> Before you go, one more January event. If you want to come out and meet me, I am doing a book talk and signing at the Writer's Block Saturday, January 6th at 7 p.m. And Kim Foster, local food writer and author of her new book, The Meth Lunches, will also be there. So come on out and say hi. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, add listening to more podcasts to your New Year's resolutions. Stay tuned as we cover the biggest news and cultural moments in Las Vegas. Share this with three friends to start your 2024 off right. Also, subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Las Vegas. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Happy New Year! I mean, what most of the most memorable shows I ever saw in college was I think it was uh, Attack of the Robots. Do you remember that band? Yeah, they were yeah, yeah. They were hot for yeah, a yeah, yeah. There was like a uh, Chuck E. Cheese nightmare, um, and then of course the Trachtenberg family players who used a slideshow to write songs too. Wait, Chuck E. Cheese nightmare was the name of a band? 
No, that's how I oh. describe Attack of the Robots. <laughs> oh, it has like to be the name of the band now. Yeah, <laughs> now, now somebody out there, uh, yeah, get the original Chuck E. Cheese Robot Monsters and form a band. I'll, I will absolutely be there. I'd watch that. <laughs>